Grace Johnson is a mindset coach and a speaker who has an affinity for connecting and understanding people on a very deep level. He's on a mission to empower people to live a happier, successful, and more fulfilling life. And the reason why I want to have him on this podcast is because I'm also so dang passionate about that. And I just feel like this is probably going to be an amazing conversation around how we can find happiness inside and outside of our business. My name is Arden Schiller and I'm an online business coach. I'm here to help you grow without the hustle and grind, embrace the space and the in-between and find joy and fulfillment in your business. Starting the podcast, we had some really deep connections around just who we've been as people and how we actually have found our own happiness. And I know we were just talking about this, but what do you believe happiness truly comes from? Yeah. First of all, I appreciate you having me on here, Arden, and excited to deliver some knowledge to your audience today, both from, from a happiness perspective um, within our business, with outside our business, and just in life in general. And so, uh, you know, for me, happiness is really, it's just a choice. It's something that we can choose in each and every moment of every single day. And I think a lot of people get caught up in happiness being some grand accomplishment or some large item, but it can be something super simple, like going for a walk in the morning or enjoying a cup of coffee. You know, happiness is literally right in front of us as long as we are willing to choose it and willing to look for it. Right. Oftentimes we get so caught up in assigning happiness to certain things, whether that's people or places or material possessions. And we play the if then game. Have you ever heard that? Oh, yeah. All this. Yeah. yeah. I used to be so, someone who I felt like I would victimize myself a lot around it and be like, well, if if I just had, you know, X, Y, and Z, I would be happy. Or, you know, if I was just at this point in my business, I would be happy. And then it's like you reach that point and you're still not happy. And it's like, well, then it's just the next level. It's the next level. And and it gets to a point where you're like, holy shit, it's not about the achievements. It's not about the material items. It's literally about every night I watch the sunset. I don't know if you see this on my Instagram. I I go to Lost Street here in San Diego, Lost Street Beach. I sit on the grass and I watch the sunset. And every night I ask myself what I'm grateful for. I actually have sticky notes all over my room that ask me what I'm grateful for. And I think it's so important to be like, looking at what you have rather than what you want. It's not a bad thing to look at what you want, but really focusing on what you have is going to bring that happiness. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I love how you just like, it's that little moment. It's just you sitting on the bench or the grass and watching the sunset and bringing gratitude in. Because if we're not grateful for what we already have in our lives, more is not going to make us appreciate that any differently. It's just going to leave us wanting more. Exactly. And so that's what people don't understand is, oh, if I get this, if I get the girlfriend or boyfriend, if I get the promotion, if I get the new client, then I'll be happy. But that's not what happiness even is. Yeah. And like, even I think it's, it's always asking yourself, why, why do you need that to be happy? What are you not able to give yourself right now that, is not creating happiness. 
Does that make sense too? Like, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's those moments of why do you need love? Are you not able to give yourself love? Why do you need money? Are you not able to go out and make money and figuring out why? And also what is these things? What are they going to do for you when you have them? You know what I mean? Yeah. Those are really beautiful questions because a lot of times, if we're honest with ourselves, I think the answers will surprise us. Like for me, when I was younger, I was constantly chasing money and cars and material possessions. And my why was because they're going to make me happy. Mm-hmm. But it was really because they were going to make me look happy. They were going to make me look successful. They weren't actually going to bring me any type of fulfillment. And when I dug deep with myself and really started asking myself some of those tough questions that you just brought up, the whys were very surprising, but also very revealing. And I think a lot of it really does come to, I was the same way, right? And a lot of it comes from, I just wanted to prove myself. I wanted to be like, hey guys, look at me. I started a business and it's successful as hell. Hey guys, look at me. I'm a teacher and I'm killing it. Like, And it was always those moments of, I want to prove to everybody else what I have. And that would make me happy. When in reality, in 2020, I remember, I actually made a a caption on this. I met Alex Hormozzi, which is so cool, a few weeks ago and about a month ago now. And I posted a caption and is the first time I think in my life that I was genuinely so happy. Like I didn't care about anybody else. I didn't feel obligated to prove myself. And I got this picture with him and I thought about back in 2020 when COVID hit and I, the t- I wasn't teaching, I was teaching, but my students weren't online because I was teaching in an inner city school. So none of my students usually showed up on Zoom because they didn't have computers, unfortunately. Um, and there was one, it was like a Wednesday and none of my students showed up. So I used to take runs down um, the Maniunk towpath in Philadelphia. And I would run to this place where the Maniunk dam was. And I would like go through all the trees and the whatever the forest. And I would find this um, concrete brick that I would walk all the way out to be literally in the center of the water. And I would just lay there and let the sun hit my face. And I just remember this one day, it was like a Wednesday and I laid there and I literally had everything. Like I had the relationship, I had the job, I had the family, like I had the house, like it was perfect. It was like the white picket fence, the beautiful house, the everything that it could have been. I was ready to like start a family, get engaged, get married, you know, and I literally just started crying because I was laying there looking at the sun and I was like, but I'm not even happy. Like I have it all, but I literally hate where I'm at. And that was like so life-changing. That's actually when I was like, I need to do something for me. Like I need to start living my life to find happiness. I need to stop living for other people and to prove myself. Thank you for sharing that. And I can definitely resonate and, and, I have a similar story, but I'm going to relate this not to my story, but to to your listeners. When we are constantly looking for happiness in other places, like we talked about earlier, whether that's people or places or things or what society tells us, when we acquire all those things and we're still unhappy, that's a major sign that we are not doing things for ourselves. And we're also telling ourselves that if we play that game, 
if we don't acquire those things, we're automatically and subconsciously telling ourselves that we are not going to be happy. And so we rob ourselves of that happiness by attaching happiness to people, places, or things. And for example, this person makes me happy, et cetera. What happens if that person leaves your life? Are you saying your happiness has gone with them? Now, people should add joy to your life and they should bring value to your life. The but at your at, Sunday, at your core, I love that. At your core, somebody else does not bring you full happiness and they do not dictate your happiness. And so we have to understand that. Yeah, exactly. And it, and it's like you have to be complete and you have to complete yourself and someone else is is the cherry. They're the they're the, the thing that makes you happier. Or it doesn't even have to be someone else. It could be that external validation, right? That, you know, the money, the materialistic items, the the people around you, those are the cherry on top. But if you're not a complete version of yourself, first off, your business will never be complete. Let's talk about that, right? Like you are a reflection of your business. So if there's stuff that are things that are not healed or things that are missing within then you're going to see that and see and have to go back and close those loops in your business over and over and over. Right. I love how you just pulled that into business <laughs> and you're, and you're spot on because um, that's why mindset and living a happy, fulfilling life are so important to me because at our core, that's where everything starts. Mm-hmm. And so if we look at gaps or cracks in our business, we can often relate those back to ourselves in some way, shape or form if we're willing to be self-aware enough to accept that. And, and so, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and so that's where a lot of the cracks in business come in is we can look right back to ourselves mm-hmm. and we can ask ourselves why, or we can dig deep with ourselves to uncover why we're not reaching certain sales milestones, why we're not delivering the value or product or service to a client or customer, you know, whatever type of industry you're in. Right. What's been the biggest thing for you that's allowed you to find happiness within your business? Oh, that's a good question. I would say starting to follow my gut and intuition. I think a lot of times I listen to a thousand people tell me to do a thousand different things. I actually just recorded a podcast last week on this too on you know, what I wish I knew. And I think a lot of it was like, I wish I didn't just listen to everybody. Like, I wish I just did what I felt pulled to do because I think my first year of business could have been double the amount of what I made if I didn't feel like obligated to listen to what everyone else had to say, because it made me unhappy because I was doing stuff that I wasn't aligned with that didn't feel good. I, I couldn't understand why I was doing it. There was like no strong why or foundation around it. Um, And now I've just really been able to create this so strong foundational why I was like talking to my team about this the other day. I was like, my why is stronger than it's ever been that I am so motivated to work. Like I show up and I'm like executing better than I ever have in the last two and a half years that I've been running my business. Literally, like I'm ready to just take over the world, (laughs) but that's so awesome. Right. And it just had to come from being like, what do I want that makes me happy? I think with anything in life, if our answer to why we're doing something is because somebody else said to, we're going to be extremely unhappy and unfulfilled. Now, there are times, especially in business or where we're learning something new, where advice is great, and maybe we should try to implement. 
but we should be knowing specifically why we're doing it. I'm doing this because it's going to grow my business. It's going to allow me to reach more clients. It's going to allow me to, you know, delegate whatever it is. But if the answer is because somebody else said so, we're probably not doing it for the right reasons, right? Right, right. And I think that also comes back to like mentorship as well, right? Like I think mentors are so important to have. Having a coach is like the number one thing you can have. And also your coach doesn't have to be someone that you literally copy, right? They're there to give you suggestions and to guide you. They're not there to tell you what to do, right? And I think far too often I see a lot of people in the coaching industry telling rather than guiding. And I see a lot of clients looking at that and saying like, well, I'm not successful because of my coach. And it's like, "Mm." (laughs) no, you don't have to do everything your coach says. And you bring in a great point about mentors and coaches in general, because our job as coaches or, or as mentors is to help fast track people to where they want to be personally or professionally. And that's the beautiful thing about hiring somebody who's willing to go through it with you. It speeds up that curve. Sure. You can learn a lot of things on your own through YouTube. There's a lot of opportunity in the world right now with technology, but it may take you three years where a coach or a mentor who's been through it, their guidance could, you know, reduce that learning curve by 50%, you know, 75% depending on the scenario. So I I love that you bring that in too. And and we need coaches in life. Coaches need coaches. Mentors need mentors. That's, that's how we grow. And that's how we better serve other people and what we do. Exactly. And I think as a mentor, right. Or as a coach ourselves, you know, we have to be able to find our own happiness to provide that to our clients so that they can find their own happiness. Cause if we're not happy with what we're doing or we don't feel like what we're doing is changing the world or even so dang significant, it's going to be really hard for our clients to feel happy in our program. Oof, really good point. <laughs> and when we do anything in life personally or professionally, that is not in alignment with who and what we are, it's incredibly hard to create and harness the energy to provide value and to enjoy our lives and find happiness. And so if we are jumping into a business just because, Hey, this is going to make me a bunch of money, but I hate everything about it. You're going to get really burnt out. You're going to be incredibly unhappy and you're going to be incredibly unfulfilled. And so that's like one of the biggest things I tell people is when you start to embrace your authentic self, and you start to live in alignment with who and what you are, that's when you really start to thrive. That's when you really start to find happiness. And, you know, I think another thing, I think we were talking briefly, people think that like happiness is just going to like knock down our door and like come inside and like wake us up one morning. We have to choose happiness. We have to do things that bring us joy and bring us a lot of love and value and happiness. And same with our business path. We need to choose things that bring us happiness, even in business, because they're not just going to come find us. That's not how that works. No. Yeah, I agree. And I think something I work really hard with, with my clients, because my ideal audience is the people who are like hustle and grinding, like nonstop. And I take them from hustle and grinding, seeing like little to no results to actually finding joy and creativity in business and learning how to really attract 
what they desire. Because I think when you can actually take care of you and find joy and find happiness, people feel that like everyone always tells me, they're like, Arden, you're so high energy. I literally just want to be a part of your container. I'm like, yeah, why am I high energy? Because I'm happy as shit, right? Like not every day I'm like happy, right? But like, I literally, I own my life. I'm thriving. I'm not surviving. And people feel that people want to be with that. You know what I mean? And it's because you've stepped into your purpose and your path and it's in alignment with who you are. Mm -hmm. And that's another, like you brought up another, um, topic I want to touch on, you know, happiness and positivity is not ever present. It's not something that we're going to feel 24 (laughs) seven. That's not even realistic. And so I think that's the big toxic understanding of choosing positivity and being happy is like, oh, every day we're just happy go lucky and life is perfect. And I always remind people that choosing happiness and choosing positivity isn't all about rainbows and butterflies. It's about understanding how to deal with unhealthy situations in healthy ways. Oh, I love that. That's why we choose positivity and that's why we choose happiness. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love that. And I think, I think that's something that I've really stepped into this year is like recognizing instead of reacting when shit's hitting the fan in my life, I'm actually responding in a healthier way and that's creating a happiness. It's like recognizing that, oh yeah, like all of this is going wrong. Like, but (laughs) here's why it's going wrong. Here's why it feels like it's going wrong. Here's why it doesn't seem like it's a good thing, but it is. And when you're able to approach life like that, you're able to, like you said, not react, but be thoughtful and be proactive in the way you approach those situations. You recognize, okay, I'm in an unhappy or unhealthy situation, or I'm, I'm feeling a less than favorable emotion, or my business is driving me crazy, whatever it is. And you can take a few minutes and you can breathe and you can analyze the situation and then attack it or approach it in a way that serves us. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So amazing. Amazing. So if you could give our audience one takeaway for finding happiness, both inside and outside of business, what would you say is like an action item that they can do today to be able to, to step into that? Yeah, this is something I I speak on a lot. I give to a lot of my coaching clients and it's to get out a pen and paper and it's to write down everything that makes you happy. I don't care how big or small it is. Everything that makes you happy from that morning walk to the cup of coffee, to playing with your dog, maybe it's dinner with friends, whatever it is. Listening to this podcast. Listening to Arden's podcast, whatever it is, write that down. And then you pick something on that list or one or two things that you're going to do every day, or maybe you start cycling through them, but you have to start choosing and creating happiness in your life. And so if you have a master list to work on every day you wake up or every night you go to sleep, you know, you go, you know what, I'm going to do that tomorrow. And that's going to make me happy. And there's nothing too big or too small on that list. And it's a beautiful way to start. If you're really just struggling in your life or or you're, and this goes for your business too. If your business is not bringing you joy, get back to your basics, jot down. What makes you happy? What do you enjoy about your business? What makes you excited to show up for your business and then start regularly choosing those things, no matter how big or small they are. 
I love that. I love that. And what what is one of those things that you do? Oh, good question. Um, body movement. I'm I'm very big into fitness. So uh, whether it's the gym or yoga or going for a walk, um, ha- ha- movement is something that brings me a lot of joy. And it also has a lot of really positive benefits outside of the physical. There's a lot of really good mental benefits. So that's kind of one of those non-negotiable happy items for me is, uh, is doing something fitness related. And I'm the same way, obviously. Um, and then I, I also really love recently I told myself probably back in like August, I was like, I'm going to rollerblade two to three times a week. So that's something that I've been like loving. So that's one of yours. That's it's rollerblading. I love that. Yeah. And see, it's as simple as that. It's just say, I'm just going to throw on the rollerblades and and go skate for a little bit and go blade. And that's, that brings you a lot of joy and happiness. And that's, we just have to start choosing those things. And the more we choose them, the more happiness we foster in our lives. Yeah, exactly. So, well, thank you so much for joining this podcast, Bryce. Like you gave so much amazing insight and I'm just really grateful to have you here. So where can the audience find you on social media? Great question. I am on Instagram. It's really the only platform I use right now. And I can be found at mindfully motivate. Cool. And I'll put it in the, I'll put it in the bio too. So people know as well. Awesome. So, all right. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Super awesome to, to talk about this and, um, hope you have a great weekend. Same to you. Enjoy rollerblading.